You're listening to FamCast, the For All Mankind podcast, with your hosts, the competitive spirit, Trey Simpson, our own devil's advocate, Tim Weber, and the hopelessly optimistic, Trevor Jorgensen. This is FamCast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 71, and... Welcome back, guys. It's uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, done one of these, and quite quite a bit has happened, I would say, in these uh, what two two or three weeks since our last our last podcast is about Resident Evil rumors, and that feels like ages ago. Um, and here we are, only a month away from Resident Evil Three now. I know we're so close. So Trey close. looks so bummed out to hear about it. Yeah, I, I don't. Trey's, Trey's I'm very excited, excited for Three. I'm sorry. Well, I heard okay. Three's his least favorite. That's true. That's okay. I enjoy it, so that's okay, Trey. I'll enjoy <laughs> it for me and me alone. Okay, that's fine. I heard uh, thirteen two was Trey's favorite Final Fantasy game mm. of all time. I, I heard go. seven remake demo was trash. <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, that, that demo was was a lot of fun actually. <laughs> I can't believe um, I'm playing this right now, guys. I can't believe, guys. I can't believe I'm playing this right now, guys. I cannot believe I am playing this right now. Trey had a good time with it. Uh, just let me know when you're done. Thank you. <laughs> Trey had a great time with it, um, and for good reason too. Trey's a Trey's probably the the most excited uh, out of all of us, just because he is a uh, he's a Final Fantasy fan, and yes, um, having played the original, that definitely helps a lot. I have not. I did um, not either. So Literally, still, wait. Oh yeah, showed well, off. Can't, can't see it. I got a tattoo of the Buster Sword and Eric's from Monster Hunter flowers. Monster Hunter. The, the Monster Hunter Buster I, Sword? From, oh my god, I'm leaving. I'm done with this podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else has happened? Yeah, we've, we've had a, a fun, we've had a fun couple weeks. I went to PAX. Um, kind you of went to PAX? Win. For that one was a, mission and one mission alone. For one mission and that was to play Animal Crossing. Can I ask a question about this? I know this is yes. our main subject, but I got a question about this. I'm just, I'm yeah. just curious. So you went there. Yep. You took a flight. Yep. To play this game yeah. to Boston for PAX yeah. East. You got there. Super excited, right? Yeah. You got to play the game. Yeah. Did you chop down some trees? I did. Did you dig up some stuff? I did. Did you fish? Yep. Did you catch some bugs? I did. So you did everything you could have done at home on any other Animal Crossing game? Let me think. Let me think about it. So <laughs> let, me, let me talk about this first because I actually wanted to talk about the, the demo, right? So okay. there, there were four things to do at Nintendo's awesome booth. Like they had this whole island set up. It was really cool. Like, like absolutely one of the coolest looking The pictures look neat. So you got to take pictures with uh, like the, the, the scenery that they had and the characters like Tom Nook and Isabel came up. Everyone freaked out. Um, so that was one line. Another line was just for the Isabel pin, um, which that was wow. consistently long. Like there was always a line for that. Third line was for merch, which Animal Crossing merch sold out before 11 every single day. Um, and then the fourth line was for the demo. Um, demo was about 20 minutes, if I had to guess, like to, to play it. And it, it was kind of smart the way that they set it up because they had three people per station. So they had it set up for multiplayer, so that way they get a lot of people through at once. So it's one of those lines that when it moves, it it moves a whole lot. Okay, because um, they did that really well. What was the game they did that with Pokemon? Didn't they do something similar? Like they like yeah, the Pokemon line went really well for as big as it was. 
Yeah, I think it was. Well, they had a shit ton of stations in in there too because mm-hmm. they had the whole gym set up. Right, that's true. Um, so it, at each station, it was three uh, gamers, I, I guess, for the lack of a better term, and then one Nintendo rep. Okay. Um, and you know how excited I am for for Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. but I have to be completely honest. I did not enjoy the demo experience. <gasps> no. Yeah. Let, I, okay, this this is a world's first. Trevor has not t- mentioned this to I don't think anybody. I did not know this. Oh I my god. I might have mentioned it to Trey. Um, yeah, he told me. Really? So, oh man. No, so let me explain though because it's not it's not what you think. So, I didn't enjoy the demo experience. Okay. I really enjoyed the game. Okay. The game was great. It's it's a very polished Animal Crossing with a bunch of quality of life improvements. Okay. It's gorgeous. There's so many um, like additional options to what we already love, like more fish, more bugs, more things to craft, okay. uh, more fossils. Animal Crossing, but bigger. Right. Um, things to craft in general. Yeah, exactly. Like just everything on a much larger scale. And the customization is, is just awesome. Okay. The demo experience awesome. wasn't enjoyable. Uh, because it was guided. So you start oh. off, you you pick up the controllers and it's the three gamers and the one Nintendo rep. And he's like, all right, guys. So, you know, this is Animal Crossing and uh, this is how these are, you know, these are the buttons that you use. So everyone get out their axes and let's go chop some trees. So we go over there, we chop the trees. He's like, oh, great job. Pick up the, pick up the stuff. Uh, oh, here's a river. Let's let's go fish for a little bit. All right, cool. Now now we caught some fish. So that's that was the whole experience, right? Um, you got your handheld throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So it's not like got I it. I got free reign to just explore and you know find things that maybe I wouldn't have otherwise. Right. Um. It it was still very very fun. Don't get me wrong. It was okay, it was just that was days. yeah. Twelve days away. I I can wait. Which um, I can't believe how oddly enough I may be able to come hang out on that day because it's a random Friday and I don't get yeah. weekend days off ever. And it just so happened last week when my coworker was like, "Hey, I need to work this Friday." Like, first of all, whoever comes up and says, "I need to work on a Friday," <laughs> right? Friday, what? He's like, "I need to work on a Friday," and you're one of the only people I can switch with. And I'm just like, "Well, I don't care." Like, I didn't think yeah. about, I didn't think about the Animal Crossing aspect. I was like, "Oh, I mean, I'll help you out because I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah. I'll take a Friday off. Just take it off." And then you mentioned something the other day. I was like. Wait a minute. This could work out beautifully. It's all coming together. Trevor set it up this way. It's all I took Trevor's it off. KB took it off. Trey's taking it off. Like it's, so, I would come up that Thursday night. Oh right, yeah, would be, would we're gonna have a huge sense. Animal Crossing party. Okay, it'll be cool. it'll be fantastic. Um, other than that, though, the the other cool part was uh, at PAX was working the uh, the Rose City Games booth mm. uh, with uh, Garden Story and Floppy Nights. That was that was a like a, the first time um, that I've had gotten to work a booth at a uh, at a large convention like that, um, which was super cool, right? Like yeah. I'm I'm there like I'm already excited about these games just as a consumer, but getting to talk to other people, uh, like getting them excited for it as well, watching them play, um, it was it was a really cool time. Um, so I'm I'm glad I got to experience that with them, and they were um, just so welcoming, um, very warm people, very friendly people. Um, that's good yeah they they made because I, I was worried going alone right like it's like going alone to something that large is kind of weird um, right especially for someone like me that's already kind of introverted right um but making friends with them and uh 
Yeah, they just they just help make it a great time. That's good. Yeah. Which it could have so, gone. Yeah, I wish I wish you guys could have gone too. Yeah. I PAX East is probably my favorite out of the the three PAXs just because it's the I always enjoyed PAX East. Oh, we didn't get our steak. Oh yeah. You know what? I think if you would have mentioned that, that would have won me over. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> that part would have won that would have won me over because yeah. I was well and I was sick. Damn it. But that steak would have been worth it. Yeah. That's man. I always have the best memories of Pax East because that's the one that we've all been together. On. Pax East is just and it's just a good time. It's well maintained. It's crowded, but not overly crowded like some of the other ones can like be. Like it's just they have the formula down. Like they, they, do. they know what they're doing. There's no there's no really room for error. Like they, right. they just have the formula right. You've got that perfect Pax recipe. It's always a nice thing when you travel with Trevor on vacation because the food choices are always like supreme. Like he doesn't go there for Chipotle. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we so, will not be eating Subway on this uh, on this right, trip. Right. So it's um, always fun because you know you're gonna eat somewhere nice. Yeah. That's part of that's part of the fun of kind of planning for uh for Paxes. Or just any trip in general is finding the good food. But looking ahead. Our, our topic of discussion today, um, just one of, one of the things that we actually, um, that, that happened over the, the couple of weeks that we've kind of been away from the podcast, um, is some additional information around the, uh, the, the Xbox Series X. Oh. The most powerful Xbox ever <laughs> created, Trevor. Yes, of course. The most powerful Xbox ever created. Um, that, it's kind of like a, like a running joke for us, like, <laughs> like it's kind of a i mean i get it right because it that that's true that's a true statement it's, it's the it's, most yes it is true. it's the most powerful xbox they've ever created but also like would would you do anything else <laughs> would you come out this is the second most powerful xbox <laughs> ever created yeah like, like let's let's mix okay. things up a little bit this let's, xbox yeah. is pretty all right it's, it's pretty <laughs> the okay most, the most okayest xbox we've ever created <laughs> um <laughs> So but anyway, yeah, we, we got some, some cool new features, I think. Yeah. Um, some of them, some of them, I'll, I'll be honest, like the, when it comes down to like the hardware and stuff, it's a little bit over my head, but you know, as they, I think they explained it pretty well as far as like what these different, uh, um, specifications mm. are for and what, what they're going to allow, um, in the, in this next generation. Cause that, that's the, the biggest thing, right? Like we've had these half generation consoles right? where we've had like the PS4 and then the PS4 pro, right. the, the Xbox, the Xbox and, and the project Scorpio. Yep. Um, yep. So we, we've had these little steps that have had like kind of marginal increases. I, I wouldn't say it's anything crazy, but this is going to be a huge step. Um, starting with the teraflops, man. It's all all about the teraflops. That's all anyone uh, cares about. How many <laughs> Which, were in the Xbox Scorpio? Was it six? Um, yeah, I, I think it's remember. here. Think let me let me confirm that for you. I knew you were going to ask me too, because I know they talked about the teraflops with the Xbox Scorpio. Yeah, about them teraflops. Um, no teraflops. Way. Yeah, the Xbox One X has six teraflops. Six so teraflops. we are okay. we are doubling. The power, the process doubling power. the teraflops. Um, so extra floppy this time, which is which is pretty cool. So looking looking into it, it's just going to allow for um, you know higher higher frame rates, uh, larger, uh, more immersive worlds. Right, like it's right. just means that we can do the developers can do more with games. They can make right. them look better. They can make them larger. Correct. That's, that's what it 
if we're going to dumb it down, that's really what that means for us. Correct. Um, and that that's a pretty big step, like doubling your processing power. That's huge. So I'm, I, I think, well, we'll get into this, uh, maybe in another podcast, but depending on how E3 goes, I'm interested to see, uh, some gameplay to actually see what, like, what does that look like? What is this doubling of the processing power actually look like? I would assume it looks like what a high end PC looks like. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. Like if you're so, running a 2080, my guess is it looks something like that, if not a little less. Sure, and and that that's probably a good segue to the the other part that I'm I'm excited for is the ray tracing yes. uh, coming to console. Yes, because um, that's one thing that me personally I really want for my computer, but I'm waiting to to upgrade until Nvidia announces. It's some know, crazy like, stuff with ray tracing, man. Yeah, it it like, it's nuts. Um, so to think that we'll have that on console. Uh, right. That's that's going to be awesome. And it's going to sound stupid and goofy, but like, look, because Microsoft now owns Minecraft, I'm sure it's going to be one of the first games that they import to this this console, sure. and it'll have ray tracing. But Minecraft looks like an almost a completely different game with ray tracing turned on. It is crazy looking. So, Tim, you it sounds like you you probably know a little bit more about ray tracing than I do because yeah. when when I think ray tracing, I just think like, okay, the 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 lighting is just more more dynamic it more correct realistic. the lighting is the biggest part of it like yeah 100 it's 99 percent of it you get that it's just how how the lighting aspect works in the games and and because lighting is such a big deal on how your visuals look in a game the more more better the more realistic uh that that can become the better that the the, the lighting aspect of the games come the the more realistic a lot of certain things can be. So like when you're playing Call of Duty, for example, and you have ray tracing turned on, when yeah. you're in tunnels, like you'll you'll get that that more accurate sun glare from the sun shining into to so you'll be able to see like dust particles in the in the in the light and yeah. like it'll it'll reflect a way more realistic shadow and what it should be like. I mean it just it enhances the features of that. And something like Minecraft, what baffles me about Minecraft is like it not only like it not only does the lighting, which is which is again the big part of it, but like it makes the environment, like the water in Minecraft, looks way less blocky, so yeah. to speak. Like it looks yeah. like water. Like it's just it's it's really neat. Yeah, and that's to you. You mentioned the the, the high end PC. Like you know, what is this going to look like? Well, it's probably just going to look like a high end PC. And I think that's why I'm excited to see because I haven't. I haven't really seen it on my own computer, uh, you know, let alone a console. So I'm Which definitely so, uh, go ahead. I was say, so that that brings up a, a question. Actually, I was talking to my friend about right because we were talking about uh, there's an article. I can't remember who wrote the article, but we he brought it up to my attention. I was like, well, I wouldn't be surprised. But he brought up a, a kind of an interesting point. And I feel like it's a point that's been talked about quite a bit. But with this console being as strong as it's supposed to be, right? So let's say yeah. it, it, it it can perform as good as a high-end PC, right? Or a PC that's like $1,500. So a 2080 by itself is $1,300, yeah, right? Sure. How How is this console, which I would assume to be to be marketable, will be around five to $600, right? I mean, is that I roughly think that's a fair guess. Fair price. How are they doing this with this console, putting this power, making these games look this good in a graphics card alone is twice if not almost three times as much as this yeah that's a that's a good question and it it makes me think of the uh i don't know if you saw the article a couple of weeks ago about uh sony's kind of struggling with their production costs like they're i, I believe it 
they have to figure out like they're they're basically waiting for Microsoft to announce their price to see <laughs> if okay are we going to take a you know are how much of a hit are we going to take um, right. how how, clo- how much are we willing to to uh, cut uh, right. price wise um, because obviously you want you it, it's a business you want profit correct so they're going to wait to see how much they can cut but from what I understand they're these consoles cost a lot of money to uh, to produce. As they should. Look what's in yeah. them, right? And, yeah, exactly. And I know, like, the Scorpio came out and they took a cut. They took a loss on the Scorpio, right? I think even they even took an, I think every console you they've launched, they've, t- they've taken a, a loss on the hardware aspect of it. They get money from the software aspect of it and from the service, right? So you're paying $60 a month for Xbox Live Gold every month. So in 10 months, they just made $600 from you. So I'm sure that's where a lot of their their profit comes from is that side of things, the service and the software, whereas they plan to lose money on the console itself. The point, the 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 question is how much of a loss are you, like you said, how much of a loss are you willing to take on the hardware or sure. how much can you take on the hardware to make it to where the software and the service fees are still profitable for you? Are we going to see an increased price in PlayStation uh, Plus or PS Plus and an Xbox Live Gold to make up for like, these are the questions. Yeah. Cause, yeah, absolutely. Right, point. right. And how many? Like myself, I'm I'm in it for and Microsoft as like the Game Pass, the bundle. Yeah. I mean, they're getting a hundred dollars of my money every year on that, you know. And I don't know why I Easy. said I, I did the math wrong in there. I said sixty dollars a month. It's seven or ten dollars a month. Whatever. The point being that I, I think is where sixty dollars a year is sixty dollars a year, not a month. So that's yeah. the that's I think where the profit comes from. But yeah. I, they're getting six hundred dollars a year from that's like dude, that's really, I know that's, that's I, did, I didn't process it like I I think because I knew what you I knew what you were trying to get at it didn't right. even like do the math I'm like six hundred dollars a year someone, God, yeah damn. someone's gonna listen to that part be like oh, this shit, guy I'm Xbox man damn. Like, damn, I'm <laughs> right. getting a steal I'm only paying like ten bucks a month oh um, well, yeah. But like Trey, so you're I know you're more of the PlayStation side. Like I know yeah. you don't hate Xbox. I don't think there's a person in our in here that like hates Xbox or hates PlayStation or hates PC, right? Yeah. We're all very well rounded. Yeah. Um we have pre- preferences, of course, but with you being more of a PlayStation person, knowing that I think um Sony and Xbox this time around will be pretty competitive. I think they're always competitive. I can't imagine yeah. it being too too far off. I haven't seen a whole lot from the Sony side of things, but I would assume they'd be pretty competitive. Like, what do you think Sony would have to do? Uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like they're, the systems are going to be pretty much on par with each other. Um, I definitely think that the position four need, or position five would need to have, you know, that 120 FPS, you know, 144 Hertz, you know, refresh, all that other jazz that the Xbox right. does. But I think the one leg up that it may have could be maybe better VR games now that they have. Which, yeah, but, that's a I mean, that's, that's the one point. leg up that honestly like between the two consoles like they're they're the same like the, the only leg up that playstation has at the moment is they have vr and xbox doesn't and exclusives right. and exclusives yeah and i and i'll even give them that well, i think they're we'll, exclusive we'll titles which later, which that gets you know that that at that point starts becoming opinionated but like the the exclusives in my opinion i think us three agree have technically have, have been better on the playstation i own my playstation because of the exclusives my favorite yeah. exclusive title is on PlayStation. Like my favorite single player game of all time is on PlayStation. Yeah. Um. So like I agree with that, and it's interesting because like getting back into the specs of Xbox, we have what 120 FPS, which I know that'll be you know developer. It's always it's always up to them and what they can do. Sure. Uh, Re- I think the biggest. Yeah. Go. Ahead. I'm sorry. Real quick before you jump into the the those um 
Statistic, not statistics. Statistics. Uh, yeah. Before we jump into the numbers again, Tim, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, uh, the competition, right? Yeah. So you, you asked, you know, what does PlayStation have to do? And that that brings me back to what something Phil Spencer said a couple weeks ago, where he said that Sony and or PlayStation and Nintendo um, actually aren't the competition that they're looking at. The the competition for them are the streaming services like like Stadia, and, and that's smart. Yeah, like that's that's their competition. Um, like that's their strategy. So I think I think we've seen that from Microsoft for a while now, to where they're focusing on services. Um, that's where I think Sony would need to maybe improve a little bit on. You know, where's the uh, where's that Sony Game Pass? Because PS you now, announced that, and I'm I all I in. I don't think they necessarily need. Like, I get the whole, um, you know, Xbox is doing really good with the services part of it, mm -hmm. but PlayStation is just long enough to where they don't have to worry about that. And that's very – okay, and look, like, PlayStation has VR, and, and I, I've personally talked to Phil Spencer about VR, and that is not yeah, something like they are focused on <laughs> at all. That is <laughs> that is not something that they are focused on, which, right, like, I get it. And, and VR is still very much a uh, – what's the term? Not niche. I mean, is but there's a uh, yeah, niche is the right one. Niche, but there's a there's a better word, gimmick. That's it's still a gimmicky sure. thing, right? Like I yeah. enjoy it. I, I'm not afraid. I, I'm about to spend more money on a new headset because I really enjoy it myself. But it's yeah. still a very gimmicky thing. You're not gonna have you know pro games and this. I mean, maybe one day, but we're still in that that phase, and hopefully, it still comes out. But I we agree. won't be there until we're done with consoles altogether. Right, right. <laughs> I I agree that. PlayStation definitely, and and it kills me because the best VR game is PlayStation exclusive. Resident Evil Seven is still known to be one of the, if not the best VR experiences, a PlayStation Four exclusive. It just blows my mind, but it really is. Um, but I think the service aspect of things is one hundred percent the future. And Microsoft tried to do this with the original Xbox, uh, the Xbox One, yeah. and everyone's like, "No, you monsters! How dare you try to get ahead of the game and know where everything's going?" That, blah, like that's what happened and it murdered yeah. my soul because i'm just like they're trying yeah. to do something and they were going to help every everything was going to be so much better when they first announced that they're like look we're gonna have family game sharing or game sharing where you have five of your friends and family all be able to share one game um they had the cloud service being able to be utilized in uh in crackdown was what they showed being able to like look our hardware is limited we know that we get it but we can use the power of the cloud to help our games perform better all this was going to happen. And everyone's yeah. like, no, we have to be connected online, which 99% of the world is now. Like, that's what happened. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I, I won't get too much into this, but I also think Xbox had some broken promises. Um, oh, that's all. That's all. The, whole you mentioned segment. the power of the cloud. And that just made me think of uh, Crackdown 3. It's the power and, like, of 3. <laughs> the power <laughs> of 2. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I, I just remember them showing off the power of the cloud with Crackdown mm -hmm. 3. Um, and then Crackdown 3 came out, what, like three years after that? And but then, they like, couldn't just... use the cloud stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, they couldn't use it because fans wouldn't let them get there because people yelled. And now all of a sudden we're into that stage where they knew we were going to be out with these services with all this online stuff. And now everyone's like, oh, this is super neat. And if I was Phil Spencer and the people behind Xbox, be like, yeah. We, we know. Told <laughs> we were trying to do this before. Yeah. 
It's a, but that's, look, that's a bitter subject for me. I'm not going to lie. Like sure. that, that whole thing, like I was so game for what they announced when that Xbox One first got announced and the reaction hurt me so much from how people felt. Like I knew that they were giving us the future and me and the, apparently the, the little guys did not have a voice in the matter because everyone else was just like, yeah. Well, and, it. You, we were both working at GameStop at the time, and the 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 biggest concern was people weren't going to be able to buy used games. Remember that? Oh my gosh! Yes, um, dude. But it's ugh. anyways. Jump jump back into your yes. into your numbers, Tim. Run into my numbers. Okay, numbers time. <laughs> um, so to me, the most important thing that I see here is the SSD storage. Um. To, to me personally, because that allows for a lot of things, right? I mean, we all know how good SSDs are and that will help ideally. Look, this goes back to Trevor's broken promises. Ideally, we'll get like those quick resumes and they'll actually work, right? Um, and Dude, we were promised that before. We were. And we were told maybe, hey, I'm, yeah. I very vividly remember showing them showing that on screen. Like he's, he's like watching a show or he's doing something. They did it with uh, the fighting game. What's that fighting game? That came out, Trey. Oh, you Killer like Instinct? it a lot. Killer Instinct. I thought it was something with Forza. I could be remembering something maybe, different. Maybe, but he's I, like, I, or he's queued yeah. up for he's queued up for a match for something, right? That was that and was then, definitely Killer Instinct. Yep. Yeah, he's this. queued up for something, then he switches back to something yep. else, and then it lets him know that his match is ready, so he switches back. Yep. No. Which, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was the cloud stuff. Yeah. So yeah, and who who knows how much of that like would have would have been if if things went their their original way. Right. But it sounds like with this new quick resume feature, um, you know, we'll we'll be able to do that for real this time. the The load screens on the current gen consoles are definitely uh, definitely long. They're they're not seven minutes in Fallout New Vegas long like on they were on the 360, but they are. I mean, Division. We're making two. progress. Division 2 is a great example. Division 2 on PC, you load like that almost. Yeah. Me and Casey were talking about this. Division 2 on Xbox, I mean, you got a solid 30, 30 seconds to 45 second load screen sometimes. Like, and that's yeah. a long time to just be twiddling your thumbs. So, yeah. I, Which I hope sounds right. silly, like when you say it out loud, like, I'm waiting 30 fucking seconds. Are you kidding right. me? But, right. yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're, you know, gaming or even if you're watching a video, right? Like say you're just watching a video and it takes 30 seconds for it to buffer or something. Right. Um, that's annoying. <laughs> how, Trey, I don't, how often do you play your PlayStation? I know we're all, we, we've all kind of went more towards PC recently, but how often do you play your PlayStation? I play a decent amount. Did you play Final Fantasy Demo was on your PlayStation, right? Yep. Do you have any issues with the, the load screens, anything? Were there much of that? I don't, I, I don't know. What load like, screens? Right. This, what load this, screens? This, do you think like the demo? No, okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if like the PlayStation had load screen issues or not. No. Um I play it pretty regularly. I mean the only game that takes a while to load is Street Fighter Five because that game is just not good. Yeah. But <laughs> um I mean for the most part, yeah, I don't have I don't really have anything as far as like loading that takes too long at all. Like I mean, I guess I don't really I'm not bothered by load times, I suppose, but Wow. Must be nice. <laughs> sorry i'm patient <laughs> so with with us getting ssd storage yeah we know it's more expensive right by a landslide generally not as bad as uh, it it's used gotten, to be it's, it's right. gotten better yeah, right it's gotten a lot better but with the size of games like uh, call of duty is like 100 gigs 120 gigs right for one game 
Mm-hmm. Um, with the size of games nowadays, how much storage do you think they're going to give you on your consoles? On both PlayStation and Xbox, on the new gen consoles, how much storage do you think we get to start with because of the size of games? Terabyte nowadays? minimum. Yeah, I was just about to say bare minimum. You got to go terabyte. And Special editions, anything bigger than that? Probably three. Yeah, I think they're definitely. I, I would hope that they would offer multiple sizes, like kind of like what they. Uh, um. Well, I don't know. I guess with interchangeable, uh, you know, storage options like they have now, maybe maybe they don't need to do that. But I would I would like the option for someone that you know maybe, um, is going to do more um like Game Pass oriented things to where they're only going to download a couple games at a time, delete them, and then you know re you know install new ones. But maybe someone like you, Tim, to where you have you know, multiple games that you're consistently playing at the same time. Hmm. Um, large games like Call of Duty, Division, um, whatever else Tim's into. Fallout 76 sometimes. <laughs> Coming back, April. Um, yeah. Going back. So, well, with Resident Evil, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if that it's takes gonna be away from interesting months, pieces. man. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be so conflicted. I and am. probably moving. So. It's a very good chance. <laughs> it's going to be um, a very interesting time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's uh, so the other side of that coin, yeah, is with street with the streaming services. This would probably be more Xbox and PlayStation, I would assume, because they have their X Cloud stuff. With that becoming more like relevant and, and easily, do you think they'll have an option as well? Not necessarily like on the console, like, but like you okay, you have your Xbox One Series X that's sitting there, and you just bought a game, yeah, and you could download it, probably have a better performance, right? Because yeah. you're physically done. But they give you the option to stream it versus downloading it. Like, hey, you can stream the game. Would you rather just play it now? Because we can do that now. Do you and think we, that becomes an option versus downloading one of the, the game? Is that Stadia that does that to where you don't Stadia, download? you don't download. I mean, you buy a game. You can download games now. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that that's an interesting concept. Um, and especially Phil Spencer said that that's their... Their competition is, you know, are really the streaming services like Stadia. Right. Um, maybe that is something that they they look into. They already released the the discless Xbox, mm. right? Mm. Um, Wait, did, did they, they have they? a discless? S- I don't think they had a discless. Disc- maybe it was just Xbox. the. It was just the cheaper one then. I thought I they a, had a discless one. I think it was a rumor. I don't think it ever came out. Uh, yeah, it never oh. existed. They had an Xbox like. Well, S, in my mind, it exists. Oh. Okay, and it's great for people that only use game pass <laughs> um um because the streaming services have showed us i mean i'd say of the st- services i've played the most out of like xcloud stadia and nvidia yeah. nvidia is probably the best like hands down actually in terms of latency and stuff yeah. they they yeah. have shown us that the no like the almost no latency aspect of streaming the game can work so if yeah. you can get that kind of power to work with a, a standard home internet connection where you don't you notice a very little difference i mean maybe i wouldn't do it for those hardcore competitive like trey you wouldn't want to do that for a fighting game that it, it just Never. even it, it just would not work but for something yeah. that's you know more mellow like that might be your option you stream it versus downloading it phil spencer hire me i'm available yeah this i mean honestly man with the the way that uh technology is moving with with 5g you know us having um, you know, gigabit speeds on on mobile devices. Uh, you know, completely wirelessly. Right. I I would be willing to bet that this is the last console, kind of as we know it, that we have. Like this console will be around for a while, but then after that, we're we're looking at services. 
I think Sony's going to stick with the consoles. I would agree. I really do. I, I don't, because they don't have a PC market, you know, because that's the thing about Microsoft. They can just incorporate their console into their PCs eventually and just, like, so you, they can you, do something like that. So, like, 10 years, think 10 years from now, right? Yep. Which I, I know is hard to do. Um, but with just how, how fast we're moving with, with 5G and who knows what that'll look like in 10 years, you think we'll still have a, a box with, with physical discs underneath your TV? I think maybe Absolutely. not so much physical disc, but I bet Sony still releases a box of some sort. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, Sony just doesn't have the PC infrastructure that Microsoft already has, but they've been building on for years now. Same for Nintendo. We'll get something from Nintendo yeah, for sure. Nintendo is not going to get a... They don't have cloud but, services happening. Yeah, they need to work on their online service in general. Yeah, but that's a, again a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope we get another Switch though soon. Just gonna throw that in there. I really hope we get a, like a Switch 2.0. I'm getting another Switch this Friday. Oh, did you wind up getting that? Oh yeah, I knew you would. That way, I can dock it in my room when I go to bed, and when I get home from work, I can dock it in the living room. And when I go to bed, I can dock it back in the bedroom. Question is, which one are you going to show off in the living room? Huh? Which oh, it'll just be the dock. The the one that's my original switch. I'm gonna do something. But with what it. what dock is going to be in the living room? Which one? Are you probably show the off? Animal Crossing one. You're not gonna just keep that to yourself in the bedroom, so you can just look at it at night before you sleep. Yeah, just it's like the last right, thing right you by see. My nightstand. <laughs> Good night, Tom Nook. <laughs> but yeah. So, looking into the the next part, this is this is one of them that, um, be besides ray tracing, um, one of the ones I'm most excited about is the smart delivery, okay. is uh, the term that they coined, uh, to where if they used uh, Cyberpunk for an example a couple weeks ago, so okay. we're gonna buy Cyberpunk. Well, Tim's probably gonna buy Cyberpunk on Xbox uh, this September. Uh, and that means later this holiday, when he gets his Xbox Series X, he'll automatically have the upgraded version for the Xbox Series X. Even if it's so, a physical co copy? Huh? Even if it's a physical copy? Because I got the collector's edition. Yeah. So, um, like... Did you choose? So, here's my thought. I don't have an answer for you, Tim. I'm not mm. Phil Spencer. You ask him. Okay. My thought is... You you have the disc, right? Right. Disc. And the disc, huh? Disc. Yeah, so you're going to have the disc. The the Xbox Series S at Xbox Series X is backwards compatible, right? right. XX. XXX. Tricky. Um Such the console's backwards compatible. You put in the disc and install it. I would think that the technology would be that smart makes enough. Sense. To where you basically just download a... Because you can like do that with 360 versions right now. Like, I can literally put a backwards compatible 360 game in my Xbox One X and play it as long as it's backwards compatible. That that makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah. That so that's sense. that's how I would see it. Like, you're basically uh, just downloading a patch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. essentially. It just, it just... The console just needs to read, okay, yeah, he owns this game. And I, I like that it's it's it just bases it on like say you still play your your Xbox uh, One X in your in your bedroom or something tonight, right? Like it'll automatically swap between the like whichever version is you know set for the console that you're playing on. That's really cool. That'd be nice because um, the cloud saves are really really nice. Like and it yeah. works so well. So as cool of a feature as it is, it's really only going to be cool for like the first year, right? Like in, until we're we're going to be in that period to where games are going to be launching on both, just like we were when um, the Xbox One and PS4 first came out. 
you know, you had Call of Duty on 360 and Xbox Correct. One. So we're, we're going to be in that for, what, six months to a year probably. Sure, sure. Um, I honestly don't – I left GameStop kind of right almost a – no, just a couple months after the console's launch. So I never really got to see what that transition looked like, uh, probably as well as you did, Tim. Um, but, yeah, I, after that first year or so, it's not going to be as cool of a feature in my Didn't in my Microsoft mind. come out and say every game that's on the Xbox One Series X will be playable on the Xbox One? Yeah. So, or, I mean... Wait, the will be playable on the Xbox Series X? Mm-hmm. No. So, I thought they said get any game on the Xbox One Series X will be playable on the original Xbox One. Like, the opposite of that. Gotcha. So, next gen's playable on current gen. Correct. Is yep. what you're saying. Yep. Which, which is interesting because... I don't know how that's going to work, but I do remember them saying something like that because I remember my main concern when I heard that because I had a concern. I was like, oh, that's great, but here's my concern. So what happens when there's this game that is just super amazing, powerful looking and it was built to be on these next-gen consoles only? Are you just going to have to back up that train back? Okay, well, other than this game, you know, and then like I don't don't know, but that was, yeah, question. Uh, I I feel like I've heard that before, and I assume it works similar to the the smart delivery system. Um, I mean, good yeah, on them they, if they, they don't can want to release something all that's, the games. Huh? It's like good on them if they can downscale all the games that. You yeah, because uh, I mean, you don't want to release Halo Infinite and then exclude the people that you know can't afford such a high end system right away that have had your console since it was um, announced, and you're just like, ha, yeah, gotta buy another. Yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. So it, I I feel like I heard that somewhere, but I. I don't want to say it's 100% true, but yeah, I, I think that that is accurate. Tim. Yeah. Um, and then of course we've got game pass, right? Um, yes. That's going to continue to be a thing going into this, uh, this next generation. So it's the best thing that's happened to Xbox and gaming in general. It's yep. so Since good. the Nintendo switch easily. Halo yeah. infinite on your day, day one on your new system. And you're just paying 10 bucks a month. And that's just one of the games you get, right? It's, I mean, games as I mean, a service is nuts, man. I we feel like we the, say the it outer like worlds every other. For huh? free. We got the Outer Worlds for free when it came out. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I found out uh, a game that I wanted to play is just on there. I, it came out in like December. Uh, what the heck is that? I can tell you what it was called. Because um, I was super stoked to see it on there. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, Phoenix Point, which is the people oh, who yeah. make Xbox. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, they put it out on the on on the one for PC too, which is even better. So I can get my achievements and play it on PC. Hacha. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, Zach, man. <laughs> so like, that's just amazing, and it works. Like PlayStation Now is a thing, but PlayStation Now kind of sucks. Like I'm just be honest with yeah. you. I was yeah, yeah. I was actually excited for PlayStation Now. I was I was genuinely I was like this is a cool concept because that was before Game Pass was ever even a thing. Like PlayStation yeah. was ahead of them on that aspect of things. They just kind of let it die. And it was yeah. two, it's like $40 a month. Yeah. It was expensive and it didn't work very well for the price. It was like, it was one of those things. They were ahead of their time with the concept. I'll give them that. But then they just never followed up with it. They just Not let it. Not the execution. Yeah. They just let it die. It's still there. You can do it, but they just, yeah. Because they're all about playing. You're like, hey, we have the service. You're going to be able to play this on, on TVs, on your phones, yeah. on anything. It's the whole point of it. It's a streaming service. And it just yep, Yeah, because think about the difference in libraries, too. Oh, yeah. Like, PlayStation definitely has a, a, uh, 
a, a vaster library than than Microsoft does for sure, right? I just wanted to play Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 anywhere I yeah. wanted. Like, that was my main excitement for it. I was super thrilled, and it just never happened. Yeah. I mean, beyond that, we don't... Uh, the, the rest is kind of up in the air. Um, maybe we'll see um, some continued... Uh, support with Project X Cloud, you know, um, they fucking better keep up with support on that. Because um, I know they're, you know, they're still working on iOS right now. Because um, the only game on there right now is a uh, Master Chief Collection. Um, right. But who knows? We'll we'll probably have more details in the Enjoy, uh, baby. coming months with uh, E3 or what other. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of that issues. Uh, Apple, huh? like in general. Huh. I heard a lot of the issues with like that, the, the like the, the X Cloud stuff mm-hmm. is Apple. Like Apple is just not for sure giving yeah. them the go. One hundred percent. They they just lock everything down too much, man. Yeah. Yep. But no one complains about them not wanting to do crossplay. So. What? What? No, I just remember everyone was giving PlayStation shit for not wanting to do crossplay, and then mm. now that Microsoft wants to do stuff with Apple. And they're not helping out too much. It's like, yeah. Hmm. Apple. I don't. I don't understand the collect the the correlation there. Oh, just because you know, because uh, you know, Apple likes to lock all their stuff down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then yeah. it's the same thing with Sony. Sony wants to keep everything locked down and tight mm-hmm. with them. So if people are getting mad at Sony for it, they should they get, get mad, mad at, at Apple. Apple. Yeah. Yep. I I am right there with you, one hundred percent. Like, stop it. Let gamers be free to play with who they want. Like, I look. If I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, so I'm one of those people. I'm not necessarily a diehard Android fan, right? I like my Android for the reasons I like it, but I'm not like. If Apple had something big, let's say we let's let's flip it. Apple has X Cloud support, and Android doesn't get X Cloud support. My ass would probably go to Apple because I don't care about it that much to where. I would ra- I'd rather have the service that I want, right? So that literally can be a deal breaker. I bought an iPad to play Fortnite back when I was in there in, in the <laughs> Fortnite game. Like I bought an iPad. I was like, okay, if it comes to if it's only coming to iPads right now, I'll buy an iPad. And sure as shit, yeah. it did. So I bought an yeah. iPad. So there are a lot of consumers out there like myself who go for the services, not so much what the phone is, right? So if Apple would allow this there's, and doesn't allow this. There's going to be people who are just like, okay, if you're telling me I can play my Xbox games on an Android phone, but I can't play it on an iPhone, I'm going to go to Android. The thing about the uh, the Half-Life stuff with uh, the Index, man, like yeah. how many people are picking up an Index just for Half-Life? And, and granted, yeah. I mean, you can play you can play Half-Life on the current system, the headset. I can play yeah. Half-Life on my Vive. But the Index with like that 120 refresh rate, yeah. dude, that alone sold it to me. Like, yeah, and on- that's... I guess that was my point. Like people, like the hardcore fans are going to want to play it on the, like they want to play it the best way they can, right? Correct. Yeah, they're right. So, I want the best experience that I yeah. can get for that. So like if Resident Evil 8 comes out and they have a VR thing, I, I want the best VR headset of the time when that comes out because I want to have that experience. Yeah. Which I heard is rumored, by the way. Really? Yeah, and that'll be a tough thing for me because I'll have to buy it twice because Microsoft's not going to have a VR headset, so I'll have to buy it for Microsoft to get my achievements, and I'll have to buy it in VR. I think yeah. I'd run through it first on VR, though. I'm almost positive I would. 
if yeah. Resident Evil 8 came out and yeah, almost makes, that yeah, that would be uh, who I'm who knows what that'll be like. I know that's again another time, another place, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to what the, uh, the future holds for, for Xbox, man. Um, all these, what, 15 game studios now that they've got, mm-hmm. um, under their belt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm I, hoping to see a lot more from them, uh, with this new launch. They're always huge supporters of, uh, of indie games. Um, that, that paired with, uh, Game Pass, they just, it, it opens up a lot for, uh, for people that, um you know maybe not take a look at indie games otherwise but they're subscribed to game pass for for gears or halo or whatever um makes it more accessible for people that might not check them out otherwise yeah any last minute thoughts on uh the series x they've got to bring the games dude just bring the games i think the games are important numbers and stuff i i'm not too fond of teraflops i flip flip flops i don't care flip-flops you you call it whatever you want you call it 12 carnival clowns and i i'm not gonna care about it like i give me the games why would you do if they called it that either i'm i'm here to play play the games that's what i think yep that's what they look and if they don't bring that i'm not gonna say it's gonna be a failure they're not gonna do as good as playstation yeah Fair enough. We haven't even seen anything from them yet. I'm I'm right. excited to to hear more yeah. uh from them for sure. I I think I agree with Trey. I mean they gotta have a good they have they have to have a big game library lineup, right? Like mm-hmm. they gotta come out with Halo clearly, which I wish you know what? No, they need to come out with something new. They need to have some new IPs. Um they but I think going alongside with that, with the games, like as important as games are, they need the services. Like they and they always bring the services, so they need to capitalize on that because that I, right now I think is their bread and butter. Because I yeah, I think they know strength, they lost man. the exclusives. They lost the exclusive war. Like I, I don't think anyone would deny that they lost the exclusive war. Yeah. Like that just happened. But if they can get some good titles, because that's what they need. Like Trey said, they need they need some good games, games that give Trey a reason to buy the system. You know. Um, but on top of that, if they can bring a better online experience. They can bring a better uh, uh, service experience with other services that they can do like Game Pass and they can capitalize on that and add more to stuff like that. Um, make it to where, okay, yes, PlayStation has this game, right? But Xbox has the same game, but my experience on this is better because X, Y, and Z. They allow me to do X, Y, and right. Z. People would go, like give people a reason. And this, this is for PlayStation 2. PlayStation yeah. would need to do the same thing. Give me a reason if I have both games on A and B, like, because right now the main reason is where your friend's at, right? Like, that's the main reason. But yeah. we're getting to the point to where that's not going to be the reason anymore because you can cross-play. So now I need a reason to choose which one do I want to go with because which one's going to have the better experience. Or the experience for you, right? Correct. For me the, as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was a uh, solid discussion, at least around, you know, Series X for now. Yeah. Uh, like we said, hopefully more details in the in the coming months. Um, hopefully we can do one of these around the PS5 once we get uh, some, some solid details. Excuse me, solid details there. Um, we've got a, a few other things to uh, to discuss in the meantime in the uh, the next episode. So we'll, uh, we'll wrap up uh, episode 71 for now. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always. 
Um, if you've got any thoughts on the, the Series X, uh, let us know in Discord, uh, comments, what, whatever is easiest for you guys. Let us know, um, you know what you think the future holds for, uh, for the Series X or, uh, or PlayStation 5. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about next. Um, and until episode 72, we'll see you guys then. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes and follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and our other socials at For All Mankind.